All right. Welcome back to the Trading Triangle. Back for another week of charts and trading analysis and all the good stuff. Hey, Sean, how are you doing today? Welcome back. Yeah, good. Thanks. Yeah, looking forward to the week ahead. Had a good week last week. So, uh, yeah, March is with us, isn't it? So. We are fully into March. And glad you had a good week. Closed out February strong. like to hear it. How about UK? Same thing? Same thing. Closed out February very strong. Uh, looking hey. forward to March. A uh, little bit, uh, you know, on the, I have some concerns with the market, but, you know, we'll see how it plays out. Nice. Yeah, we'll see. I've got a chart I want to definitely get at here that uh, we'll look at kind of how things are going and, um, yeah, where we're at kind of overall with the markets. So let's see. Let's let's take a look at those before we do a quick disclaimer. Right. We are not financial professionals. This is not financial advice. It is uh, this broadcast, this live stream and recording is purely for entertainment, educational purposes. We do appreciate everybody tuning in. So do be sure, sure to subscribe if you haven't already. If you tuned in on YouTube, on the Trading Triangle, hit the like button. It helps get the word out. And then also appreciate everybody tuning in on X. Be sure you get those requests in too. If you have any tickers you'd like us to go through, we try to get to those at the end of the show here. And uh, yeah, it's a good time. So be sure to get those in. And we'll get to everything we've got prepared here up front. And with that, let's get to the charts. No messing around. Full week ahead. Last week, pretty decent. I mean, making new all-time highs. Can't complain about that, or can we? Is there something to complain about? Nope. Nope. I don't think so. Yeah, right? <laughs> Maybe Google's complaining a little bit. But I will say this. Look, we got Google and Apple that both in the red here, right? And everything else powering higher, and we're making new all-time highs. To me, that is actually a bullish sign. It's not just these, you know as they were being uh, labeled Magnificent Seven or whatever, carrying the whole market, we're getting a little bit of broadening out here. So I love to see it. love to see semiconductors making new highs. This is a good week. I mean, AMD crossing $200. That's yeah. an achievement. That is an achievement. Yeah, you said it. And uh, the, the whole space is just on a rip and just continues to, to move up. It's nice. Um, so, yeah, we have the Fear and Greed Index signaling that we're still in extreme greed and makes sense given the what we've got going on with new highs across the board. I was surprised earlier, Kay, that the diamonds actually pulled back a little bit, but you know, basically a flat week there. Um, VIX with a 13 handle and everything else is up big for the week. Uh, small caps at 205. Key, it got above 200. Now 205 is the next level it's got to get above and IWM could get running. So I uh, love to see it. Bitcoin, of course. Oh, Bitcoin! Biggest price is sixty-two thousand. So the numbers are actually a little, uh, you know, not correct. It's sixty-two thousand eight hundred eighty-five right now. So Even higher, right? So we put these higher. charts together, and and then the Bitcoin's like, ah, I don't have time for you, and it just takes off. Oh, amazing. Um, what is that? What did we start at for the? I can't remember where Bitcoin was at, but it it was. It was in the thirties, right? I was say thirties. I thought it was thirties. Um, at the best, it was in the forties. But yeah, thirty between thirty, thirty-five, forty. That's how it was oscillating back, and then it's just powering through. And you can see that in the other minor stocks like Mara. Like we are in the Mara yeah. trade, uh, still running strong. Absolutely, yeah. Mara, nice bounce. These these miners are are taking advantage. Although I don't think they're performing nearly as well as Bitcoin itself, which is definitely notable. I think. Um, but good stuff across the board here. Love to see the new all-time highs. And we've got more earnings coming. Um, I know Neo's on your radar, Sean. What else are you looking at this week? 
Um, not a lot more, to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, GitLab uh, I've always had fun with. I mean, Kay's you know, brought it up probably about a year ago now, maybe. And I've, um, you know, I've been like, I like looking at that stock, to be honest with you. And Broadcom as well. It's another one a Thursday after the close for me. Uh, ChargePoint, I'm not too sure about them anymore because obviously Tesla's power-hungry move. Um, right. Yeah, that's it really. Neo, focus for me. Makes sense to me. How about you, Kay? Well, definitely GitLab. That is on one of the charts we're going to discuss today. Um, ThreadUp is a ThreadUp and Stitch Fix is. I, I don't follow them that much, but you know, it's I have a little bit of interest these days, so I'll I'll take a look at those as well. Um, I mean, Target. We'll get to know the consumer sentiment along with Costco this yeah. year. Uh, sorry, this week with Kroger as well coming in. A uh, couple stocks that I'm really watching are DocuSign. And Marvel and MongoDB. Those are my three ones from Thursday. So Thursday looks seems like a very busy day, especially from a reporting standpoint. Okay, we're we're looking at the exact same things. Like Thursday is the day, um, and then I'm also looking at those consumer stocks, a Target and Costco in particular. Um, and but yeah, Marvel. You know I'm big on Marvel. Yes. Paying close attention. So CrowdStrike Tuesday after the close, definitely worth paying attention to as well. So um, yeah, earnings season full force still. Not the big hitters, but still very interesting names. And it'll give us some insight into some additional numbers like consumer strength. Yeah. And then you also have the AI, right? With the CrowdStrike, you have cybersecurity. We talked about cybersecurity stock last week. Okta uh, up 23, 24% after hours. So definitely a lot of eyes on CrowdStrike. Yeah, no doubt. And Zscaler was another name. Yep. Yeah, these names just continue to pop off on earnings and big moves in either direction, right? So... Um, despite those moves, markets just you know continue to move higher. Whether you're these names are in the S and P 500 or not, um, here we go. Right, we pointed out. I just left the same chart from last week, quite fr- frankly, for the spy, um, and it's highlighting the continued run after big moves higher. And so we've we've got it. We had the big gap up and a continued continuation higher. I'm wondering if we get a little bit of consolidation. So that's the the cute little arrow I drew in there. Um, that, you know, move it back to the trend line before we, we continue higher. Wouldn't be bad or even a little bit of a pullback or even fill in that gap right there, right? So all of the above, to me, still healthy. It wouldn't be a huge um, retracement at all. And we give a little bit of a buy the dip opportunity. Is that what you're looking for, Kay? You're looking for buy the dip opportunities? Absolutely. I think with, with most stocks, what is happening, is, especially after earnings, there's a lot of enthusiasm. Stocks have run up a lot. And then generally what ends up happening with, especially with when you're investing from a long-term investment standpoint, you tend to buy, start buying when it's going up higher. And when it starts to pull back, you know, a lot of investors, they get scared. They don't want to invest. But I think any pullback is very necessary at this point in time because we have, what, 516 on SPY. Um, I mean, at some point in time, you, you have to have those gap fills and there has to be some, some breather so the market can pull up further for the next leg up. Yeah, Sean, you have the same kind of feelings about things? Yeah, exactly right. But I think with the fin, fin, I can never say it, the tread, trend fib extension thing, whatever you've got, three point trip, that thing. Very smooth there, I think, for me. Um, that kind of goes to 520. So I think we can make a move to 520 not oh, yeah. time okay. soon. But we also need to be aware of the CPI that's coming up next Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, as in, like, not this week, but week after. So, um, so you could actually see price action play out as you've got it here, kind of sideways up until that moment. Because um, okay, yeah. you can see kind of middle of February where that gap down, that was the last CPI report, came in a bit hot. Um, so, yeah, that would be interesting to see. 
Yeah, good call on that uh, sideways action heading into another data point. We could definitely see that. Um, so, yeah, that's SPY for you. Those are the daily candles. Um, the Qs, this chart um, is not the daily. This is the two-hour candles. And, you know, I was talking about looking at a chart that's kind of, kind of signal uh, maybe that we're slowing down a little bit and might get that bit of a pullback to buy the dip. I don't know when it's going to happen, um, but it's, it's, it happens. It's just the formation of markets, right? And then whether or not we have some major sell-off or just a quick dip to continue higher remains to be seen, but I don't see anything that's indicating I mean, we would need some black swan event at this point, given the data that we're looking at to have some crazy correction, right? So, um, but that being said, we've had, you know, these big run-ups, right? And these are the Qs, QQQ, two hours. You see the first rip was, you know, five and a half percent move higher and then four and a half. And then the third rip is 3%, right? And we're still in the middle of it. It could, could you know, continue to move higher, but it wouldn't surprise me if right around this area, it cools off a bit again before we continue with higher. So this is kind of how it, the, the stages stack up, right? You start to run a little bit out of steam and need to consolidate. Um, so, yeah, what are your thoughts here, Sean? Do you think that, um, I mean, is this something that makes sense to you as far as, uh, you know, the shorter upbursts and, the, you know, eventually we roll over to something you look for? Yeah, I think so. Just like you said earlier, it's a bit more of a market structure kind of look yeah. at things. If you've got a bull market, this is kind of how it rolls. You kind of go up, you kind of get to travel sideways, and you go up again, travel sideways. So I'd be looking for probably a little bit further up, to be honest with you. Maybe nice. 450 is a bit of a psych level. Um, and then come back down and kind of travel sideways again and obviously make another leg up if, if the data comes in hot. Uh, nice even, sorry. Um, and obviously the next earnings report will probably come in around that time as well. So... Uh, yeah, it's fast approaching, but I, I really I, I like the price action just overall in the markets at the moment. I think it's really kind of healthy, but maybe yeah. concerningly healthy <laughs> if we continue. I, mean, I agree. The, the daily yeah. candles aren't even testing getting below that five day moving average, right? We talked about that yeah. weeks past. So, yeah, what do you think, Kay? You, you have similar bullish sentiment that Sean's got. Yeah, no, I have similar sentiments as well. Uh, uh, I mean, at this point in time, is just if you remain in extreme greed for too long. You, you need to start worrying about because that, because then what ends up happening is then you t you start taking those trades that you are which are not good setups whether it's a, a quick day trade or whether you're scalping whether you're doing swing trades um, you know a lot of stocks have you know pulled up so much from the from the point that it's like I don't know if there's much upside left at some point in time right like you see the consolidation and if you get in at the start of that consolidation especially of an options trade and it just starts grinding sideways for a bit um you got to make sure you have enough duration so you know maybe that is part of a strategy looking at longer durations to give yourself a chance to weather any kind of pullbacks or consolidation um or the opposite right take shorter duration trades get in and out more quickly as we kind of get extended here and um yeah just keep keep your eyes on the ball I think with um, so with the fear and greed, we've been up above extreme grief for like three and a half weeks. I think. I think that's right. Which, yeah. which is incredible, uh, really. And and to your point there, just a second ago, you said um, it's quite hard to find trades. You know, where to have the trust to kind of get into the, the market with the, with these levels. Um, is that something you look for? Just kind of shorter trades? Because that's personally what I do. Um, just look for kind of shorter term trades. Obviously, I would do because I'm a day trader slash swing trader. But yeah. Size well? down. I definitely take smaller positions at these okay. extended levels, 
And um, yeah, I tend to be in and out a little faster. Although like Friday, by the way, last week, it just seemed to me, uh, this is so, I mean, I, I'm almost hesitant to say this because it sounds like, you know, hindsight's 2020. You can see this easy. Uh, I can say this on Sunday, no problem. But Friday seemed to me like it was going to trend up all day from the word go. And sometimes you'll get those days in these markets. And um, I just thought that after the PCE data came through that everything had just kind of digested that and Friday was going to be a big day. And it worked out that way. So I, I stayed in my trades Friday, right? So, I mean, despite... I definitely, you know, size down. I definitely want to get in and out faster, but um, there's still days to really stick in it and uh, ride the trades higher. So, especially in this market. All right, good stuff, guys. Let's get to Sean's charts to kick us off. Yeah, Tesla this week. Oh, no. Oh, no, I don't have Tesla this week. All right, let's come back to Sean's charts. We'll do mine first. And then... I put them on, but. The... Let me, maybe I just need to refresh, so I will do that. Let's just jump ahead, and we'll come back. We'll come back. <laughs> so um, hang on one sec here, and let's take a look at Coupang. So, Sean, sorry about that. I think sorry. this may be our first technical glitch, other than remember that time really early on where everything cut out for me? Like, oh, I yeah, think that it was, just, it was yeah. crazy. <laughs> and, like, and I'm over yeah. here pouring sweat and you guys are just going on carrying things and then boom I we have to uh, we have to try and talk to your chart as honestly as possible and uh we try and we, we butchered, butchered it. that's what it was yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're being as honest as you could and then right as it was like all right nate's gone we're gonna have to shut it down <laughs> i showed up it worked out so okay we'll get back to those charts apologies there um let me jump into mine and then uh sean if you don't mind just yeah, if you, you it sounds like you already checked. If they're there, I'll just refresh this and we'll we'll keep it rolling. But yeah. uh, real quick, so up first here, Coupang CPNG. Kay, you remember this one? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, I sold a lot of options against this one, collecting premiums. It's good stuff. And um, this had been struggling. That that's the that thick line you see there trailing down is anchored VWAP from uh, earnings in the in the high there, and it just has struggled and rejected at that repeatedly only to finally break through on um, this most recent earnings. And now you see the continuation higher um, really at a key point here at 1905, as far as the price level is concerned, and then needs to target getting to $20 um, next before then making you know new highs here um, from since this sell-off. So really strong move and I'm looking for a continuation higher, but I will say this $19 level is going to be tough. And if it does reject, um, I'll be waiting patiently for it to find support. And those levels I'd be looking at is either real real tight at 1850 or back at 1768. So if we can get some support there, that would be ideal. I mean, it could retrace all the way back to $17, which is where a ton of volume really shows up. But if you look at the RSI, right, like big arrow pointing RSI is way over yeah. at this point. So, yeah, that's okay. How are the premiums on this one, Nate? So they are probably pretty juicy given the run. Um, and I honestly, I don't remember if I took a deep look at them because right now I'm more or less waiting to see how it acts at 19. Um, yeah. But that said, um, yeah, I, I, I'm guessing they're probably pretty juiced after this recent run up. Yeah, decent. I'll give. I'll tell you about forty-one cents for an eighteen dot five. Uh, that's pretty decent for eighteen dollars stock. Forty-one cents for four weeks out. Pretty good. 
Not bad. Not bad. So if you are, if you're in the stock, you might have an opportunity to be selling some covered calls right here at these levels. If it does pull back, if not, um, you might be waiting to get in an opportunity after breaking above this anchored VWAP level like this. It could be a continuing higher. So I'm keeping an eye, see what happens next. Not something I'm jumping in immediately, but this week it could provide that opportunity just depending on, you know, how things work and whether it breaks out or actually rejects here. Um, Sean, as far as a breakout trade here, does this look a little precarious or is this something that you're thinking like, okay, yep, if it breaks above 19, I'm going to and retest it. That would be something you'd be interested in. I think with this one, the move has already been made for me, um, gotcha. especially above that kind of 1699 level, let's call it seven, uh, $17. Yeah. That's the kind of point of resistance slash support that I can see is quite solid there. Um, obviously, the reaction to the earnings didn't quite make it back down to those levels. Um, but I would be looking to get in for like a swing trade, perhaps at seventeen dollars, if it was to kind of retrace downwards. Um, by then, obviously, you had the anchored view up and, and the kind of moving averages there as well. But that RSI is just is, is too much it's, it's for me personally. Um, I would actually be looking to to short this stock. Um, to be quite honest with you, I'm, I'm trying my, you know, trying my hand at shorting at the moment in terms of because uh, obviously the market's kind of going at the moment, so just a quick retracement in certain stocks. Um, I do like this 19 level, but ideally, if it does go to 20, then yeah, I'll be shorting there, that's for sure. Gotcha. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. All right, good stuff. Uh, keep it rolling. I did note that we've got requests for IWM and Shopify, so we'll make sure we get to both of those here. But I've got something in the energy space, and I just love this ticker. I think it's so cool. <laughs> I love it sounds like really amateur to say. I don't care. It, the 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 company is Viper Energy, and the ticker is V N O M, like Venom. And uh, every time I pull it up, I'm like, these guys. If nothing else, they get style points. Um, but look at this nice return to the previous highs. Get above it. It's retested. That's the thing I noted, and now it's looking to take off again. So miss the retest. Um, it, you know, as far as just getting in, that's already occurred. But it could consolidate here, and I would be looking at entries anywhere around 35.50. Uh, uh, it's a nice level if it does consolidate before moving higher, and if it holds there, um, you'll build a bit of a base. So kind of looking for that most ideally. And then if that were to happen, you can start adding shares and you know wait for the takeoff, the launch point from here. I will note that oil has got above 80 briefly, so it's right there. I don't know if it closed above 80. Um, to close the week, but it's right there. And that's a massive level for, I mean, everybody's paying attention. I'll be honest with you. I thought $60 a barrel was plenty. Um, if I remember, like everybody's profitable at $60 a barrel and even at 40, everybody's doing okay. And here we are at 80. So I'm not sure um, how much higher it needs to go for these energy companies to break out, but you know, it's, it's, it's never about the how much profit. Like, it's always that you have to make more profit every quarter. Otherwise, what's the point, right? For good point. Business. That's yeah. a good call. That is a good call. So, yeah, this is quite the the full swing back to these highs. What do you think, Sean? This is a nice setup? Yeah, I see a little bit of a cup and handle, if I'm not mistaken. Just kind of the big kind of droop there and kind of handle kind of forming now. Um I don't normally look out for that kind of pattern, but I do, I do quite like it. I mean, like you said, the 35 level, well, 35.50, I think, is the, is the key. I think waiting for that moving average to come up to be a little bit of um, confluence with that, I think, would be my kind of take on that. So waiting a few more days, probably would only take a couple more days, I'd say, for that moving average to come up. Yeah. And then, yeah, I'd be looking at position around about 35.50 for more upside, definitely. 
That's the 20-day moving average you're looking at there. And, yeah, good call. Yeah. I like that. Good point. All right, Kay, anything you'd add to this? I mean, such it, a nice chart. It's amazing. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, energy is like not much. Not many people talk about energy. But, you know, like if you stick with ExxonMobil and all those energy stocks, they're just like yeah. you can print money on uh, weekly options. Nice. All right, guys. Well, that's my two charts for the week. I'm going to quick jump off here and refresh these charts so we can get it back up with Sean's charts. But this is where you can find me at Trader Nate here. Also, a trader's education on Substack is my newsletter. Shout out to 1,200 subscribers. I love you all. And I appreciate everybody who's supporting what we're doing here at Trading Triangle. All right, guys. Quick stop of sharing. And we will get this reloaded. That is definitely on me. I'm pretty so while sure. We, so while we wait for Nate to pull that up, uh, what was the one stock that caught your attention last week? Let's talk about that. So for me, it's Tesla. Um, just because of the price action, you can kind of see, I posted a chart today on X, it's kind of making higher highs on the one hour time frame, And that 205 is a real kind of resistance point for me personally. I'm just going to wait for it to kind of break through. Um, well, obviously, hopefully if it does, that'd be great. Um, and then obviously add to my position and hopefully get to 220, 230. That's the one I'm looking at anyway. Um, obviously, everyone's looking at Tesla, but that's the one I'm focused on. I'm <laughs> with you. you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Go for it. Who, who uh, I was, gonna, I was just going to say, I'm with you on the Tesla. Higher highs, yeah. higher lows. I like that chart. So I'll just leave it at that. For me, it was AMD. I, I, I'm just like uh, happy and sad at the same time that AMD is above 200. So it just, uh, it, I'm not going to trade anytime soon. But I was very happy as well. One one name that's getting a lot of talk, and we're, we're going to look at it right now. Sean, I got your charts, man. My bad. But PayPal, I'm glad you had this one because I've been hearing both sides of the argument. So what are your thoughts? So my thoughts, uh, I mean, if you, if you look at the fundamentals, if you go on visual stocks and look at the fundamentals, I'll, I'll drop it down in the description in a second. Um, I probably should put it on the screen here, but I don't really think about that, to be honest. But one of the fundamentals are kind of growing. It's kind of nice. It's steady. You've got the new um, ownership kind of coming in, settling in, presenting their ideas and, you know, looking for a bright future for, for, for PayPal. Um, and we've kind of at this really key level of 60, $60.30. And you can see the kind of circles I've drawn throughout as well. So lots of lots of contact points for resistance and support. But what I really wanted to see here is that you've got the kind of trend line coming down. We've kind of broken above it um, on the Thursday. It came back down, so she rejected off the 200 moving average, which is fair enough. You know, so it's a big resistance point. Um, but we're kind of staying around the 60-30 level, which is the the support level and the trend line touch as well um, and on top of all of that you've got all of the moving averages as well so from a purely technical point of view if we can get above that kind of 61 let's say 62 um, which is essentially the 200 moving average that is that's kind of my entry point um, and obviously with, you know with the company moving forward obviously I have a swing trade in mind for this one I've been looking to kind of get to 72.50 for first take profit and then obviously let the rest run that's how you build your account so that's my thoughts with this one. Obviously, you can see the stop loss there at 57.50 as well. So probably a little bit big, but for me, it's, it's okay. It's where well, I like them. I like to have a little bit more kind of room, should we say. I've been I've been bitten on that recently with IBB. I kept such a tight stop loss, triggered me out, and it's just gone up since. But that's that happens. It's just trading. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to stop talking now. So I don't know to you guys. That's when, yeah. Oh, man, that's some of the roughest parts of trading, I will, I will admit. Um, sorry, Kay, what are, what are your thoughts on this one? 
no this paypal is always you know in a good position uh looking from a option standpoint uh we don't have much implied volatility is 15 between 50 about 30% i would say uh but premiums are pretty juicy in and from that respect you are for the next week if you are doing a 60 uh strike price for covered calls sorry a cash secured put you're getting about 75 cents with a delta of 41 you have decent volume put to call ratio is 0.7 0.58 so very bullish for going into next week for paypal interesting um this looks to me very similar to what we saw not too long ago with sofi where we had all kinds of moving averages anchor view up um resistance levels all right above and it looked prime to either reject or break out and then it broke out in a major way and i feel like maybe that's what's going on here with paypal it's either going to reject hard or you get a massive push here so really interesting spot um Sean that you're pointing out here it's becoming really talked about as well it's um especially in the community on X at least it's, yeah. it's the word is out the word is oh, out one, one other quick note like this here i got the laser pointer out um mm -hmm. this here could be like a bit of a reverse or a head and shoulders right and you have like kind of the line forming here head and shoulders patterns don't have to be perfectly horizontal right and so if this shoulder stays lower than the left side and it comes back down i'd be looking for a break of this kind of line and that would be massively bearish right so let's not look for that but if it happens you know something to pay attention to yeah maybe it's exactly right yeah. on this one right to hedge yourself yeah exactly you got to trade the chart you've got to always look at both sides as well <laughs> nice. Your favorite condor can be useful here. <laughs> uh, so this one is completely different. This one's Starbucks. I've never covered this one before, and I, I just I looked at it and thought, well, oh, that's quite bearish actually. Um, so this is a short opportunity in, in my book, at least. So very very simple. We've got a wedge here. Obviously, we've got lots of contact points coming back from October last year, and uh, I'm looking for it to break downwards. And um, we've had a bit of rejection off the 20 and the 50 moving average in 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 a kind of a big way on Friday. Um you know contrary to the market going up, um Starbucks showing weakness. So that's not really a good sign in my book. Um so if the market's kind of going up, all these stocks are going up and then one of them's kind of hitting downwards. You're kind of thinking, okay, where's this weakness coming from? So quite simply, a break of the trend line, um entry point of around 92ish, I'd say 9250 maybe, and obviously a play down to 87. It's only 5.7%, but you know if you take a little bit of leverage on the side of this you know that, that's up to you um and then with the the break of that trend line my stop loss would be 9540 to begin with but if we did start making that move down to 87 i would obviously bring my stop loss down behind the 20 moving average so yeah trade idea for starbucks what are your thoughts you want me to go first on this one go 4k yeah so i think for for me what i have done with starbucks is my uh, entry point was 9243 and uh, because i do uh, weekly covered calls on starbucks i generally do a very uh, i always sell at the money on these ones so currently we have a decent premium on going on starbucks uh, there is decent volume shelf at 9243 but then the volume shelf kind of disappears at the next level but you're really looking at the stock to be around the 94 95 level for the volume shelf to reappear um so i kind of see that the stock could go down further but i think for me 9243 is a test a support level because we have had many many touches at those levels from the fifth standpoint and uh, if it can stay above that i think we can continue to see um you know probably the stock bar coding in this 
range between 92 to 95 96 yeah, fair enough i like the uh, i like this your approach and the sentiment overall like the fact that mark has been powering higher and this has been making you know moves in the other direction um if we do get a market pullback here and this breaks that line you, you know we have weak names they're going to move typically higher beta names anyways will move more dramatically to the downside on a pullback so this could be a pretty nice trade that you get presented here um we did get a question about paypal sean i just want to double back because trader az see out there and trader az by the way is awesome just a huge supporter. Appreciate that very much. And uh, asking about, was it 57.50, the support level we were looking at? Do you mind if I drop the jump back up on that chart real quick? Yeah, go for it. Let's see here. So, yeah, the that's my uh, that, That's my stop loss. 57.50 if, if, is a stop If loss. it was to go, you know, in favor of the upside, so if it was to bounce now and move higher, um, above the moving averages, above the trend line, above the support, etc. My stop loss would initially be there. Um, and if it starts creating a move up to kind of 64, 66 levels, that's when I bring my stop loss up behind the 20 moving average. Nice. So that's just the red line is basically my my stop loss line. All right. There you have it. Thanks for that, Sean. All right. We'll keep it going. Anything else on Starbucks, you guys? I think we covered that one. Another <laughs> nice potential short here. <laughs> Where do we find you, Sean? Yeah, so obviously you can find me on X. I'm posting daily kind of charts, kind of uh, psychology, etc. Um, and on YouTube this week, obviously I go live every Monday. We do a bit of Monday trading, look at a few charts, a few requests, that kind of thing, a bit of a chilled out session. And then on Tuesday, we've got Neo Earnings. So I'll be doing something related to that. Not too sure if I'll be streaming the actual earnings uh, report. Uh, sorry, earnings call. Um, but I will be doing an earnings reactions video um, for sure. I know it's not everyone's favorite company, but I like it at least. <laughs> yeah. I like it. That's I'm it. looking forward to hearing it. That's it for me. I think it's K now, isn't it? So, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll quickly look at my lovely charts again for Coupang. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to see the ticker again, don't you? That's what it is. I do. I like to talk about it. Um, yeah. All right, K, let's get to your charts. What do you have up first? Well, before, we have two stocks. Uh, one is GitLab that is going to report earnings after close on Monday. So this could be your uh, opportunity for a, a, a trade for the earnings generally. I like to play earnings. I'm comfortable with the volatility and everything. But uh, it's if you're not, then I wouldn't recommend. So That's quite the implied move, Kay. Yeah, exa exactly. This is exactly why I have started putting a star there that you know you could move. 15, so 15% is just an average implied move, right? You know, you could have a 25% this time, plus minus, right? And then averages out to about 15%, you know, over a, you know, multiple course of time. Now, interestingly, if you notice all the stocks that I have been kind of walk, talking about, you know, recently from a, from a SaaS standpoint, most of them have not missed their EPS and uh, the bottom line and the top line, right? They are pretty good at reporting their bottom line and top line. We actually have a up revisions, 20 up revisions on GitLab. GitLab, if you remember, we covered like two quarters ago, maybe six months ago, when we had that massive gap up after the earnings. Um, we could see something similar here. But on the downside, you could actually go back to those levels where we actually start the, the drawing of the FIB levels. And you can see that at that point, that's the volume shelf really dries out. And you could see a further decline if the guidance of the company comes Weak. I think for all these SaaS companies, the guidance is 
is what the market is watching, not really the EPS and the, the revenue. So something to keep in mind if you are looking to um, build a long position in. Now, GitLab is in the AI space, in, in the DevOps side. So they are using a lot of AI features in their de DevOps product itself. So it's basically gearing up to, you know, um, to become a pretty big competitor to uh, GitHub and other uh, similar softwares. Um, so, I mean, for me personally, uh, I would um, not play earnings if you're not comfortable with it. But at this point in time, you can see the, the volume shelf is uh, precisely around this major about $69, $70. That's where the majority of the volume resides. Um, but it could, you know, I mean, it could get either way at this point in time. Yeah, it's been consolidating pretty nicely here, holding that support level after a nice clean move higher. So I do like that. And if it does, uh, well, when is earnings? Is it early in the week? Monday after. Uh, after oh, okay. Yeah, so okay. it's Monday you'll get to them. So you really didn't get too much of a shakeout or anything like that. I mean, you have some long lower wicks that maybe shook a few folks out. I like to look for that ahead of, you know, a big power higher and, I don't know if it means anything or if it's just in my head, to be honest. But um, yeah, holding the support is, I like to see it. And the risk reward is, it seems like it could be there, right? If you put in the stop, I guess the trick is, you know, that after hours move, right? You just have to be um, quick to pull your stops there. But the if you're willing to risk it, the, the moves could be big to the upside. Are, are you looking at playing... Uh, I can't remember if you just said this or not. I'm sorry. Are you looking yeah. at playing the options or? Yes. Yeah, I, I did. What I did was I have placed options on uh, the CSPs at the level of 65, which I'm comfortable owning the stock for long term uh, because this is one of my long term portfolio stocks. So I'm OK adding more at 65. But nice. again, as I said, we could see for the breakdown if the guidance comes poor, right? Guidance comes poor, you'll be down $10 below 65. But that also helps me cover the uh, with the premium. I can re I can reduce it to sixty two, and then I can always roll my options. The, the beauty of this trade is that the, it happens on Monday, so any any reaction, whether on the upside or on the downside, you have four more days of uh, you know trading to happen. So you can always roll your options uh, if something happens on a Thursday, Friday. Sometimes you know it becomes very difficult to roll things because everything is coming to a closure. But Monday, getting into Tuesday, you have almost three three trading days, four trading days to roll options further out if you don't want to own that stock. That's great stuff. Anything from yeah. the the last two times you bought this stock up, I've made money. So um, <laughs> I think I'll try my hand at this again. Yeah, obviously it's not financial advice, uh, but I, I will be playing a little bit on on earnings, of course. You know me. Um, yeah. I like the company. I like how it always performs for me, at least. So, <laughs> I love that you guys trade earnings. No, like, no, no. <laughs> we, we, the last the last time I traded earnings was Rivian. I just get, I dabbled again. I was like, all right, I'm going to hold on to earnings. I got smoked. <laughs> so you I'm going to yeah. go back to cutting my positions ahead of earnings and <laughs> you guys. <laughs> all right, good stuff. We'll keep it going. What's next, Kay? Next oh, is, you're just picking on me. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. But, <laughs> but the trade is coming up here, right? If you think, but this is going to be a little bit of a swing trade, not like I'm not going to look at it as a day trade. 
the stock is down 20% almost right yeah now why why did it drop 20% because the ceo quit or retired actually that's the word he retired so they are sure. replacing new ceo so doesn't mean the software is bad doesn't mean customers are quitting and leaving it's a saas software it's one of the in the analytics space it is one of the biggest companies out there a lot of enterprises use snowflake right as for their data analytics something this is a trade opportunity that could if you are into the space and you like the company you like the name you want to hold it for long term i personally think if the stock can hold at these levels and do, do not get rejected at the between the wherever that the big volume shelf is i think it's 192 193 yeah right if that is the level it can maintain and do a little bit sidebar then this is a position we can initiate uh and if it falls on further then you know i'm more than happy to open csps on snowflake because i would like to own this for long term i like the stock i like the company itself but this drop uh it always triggers me to kind of see you know there's an opportunity 20% discount right you're looking at a stock from the current stock price but keep in mind market is at all time high so if the market does a correction of 5 to 10% at some point in time all these stocks will also make correction as well so this yeah. is what we want to see find the level that it consolidates before either making a higher up or higher, you know a leg lower on that point i think if the market does go lower you want to see some strength in a name like this considering how it's been beaten up so far mm-hmm. so you want to you want to see it hold 176 180 that kind of level um if the market wants to go back down kind of 5 to 10% standard correction um but yeah i like this 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 one for a swing trade definitely i think around around kind of 184 i think is what you said that's kind of ideal because even if you think about it, the, the second to last candle, the Thursday's candle, I think the, the, basically the big green one that bounced up um, from the kind of lower low. But if you if you think about it, it's not really a lower. Obviously, it did go down there, but it's an earnings low, so it's just kind of a punched low. It's a dramatic low, so you could really actually put the low at the top of the candle, perhaps. Um, which again, if you think about it hypothetically, could be a higher low as you see the chart in front of you. So yeah, I like this level. Where we are, pretty much. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I'm gonna stop yeah, talking. Yeah, your chart. <laughs> I was joking uh, at the start of this because I picked snow for the year, and that was yeah, brutal drop off for sure. But that was funny. <laughs> really, <laughs> really, really good points being made here. So I'm glad we're looking at this chart. Like it held support effectively, um, not the support you wanted to hold much higher up. Obviously, if you're a, a share owner, but. Um, like you said, Kay, it's not like anything necessarily fundamentally changed about the business um, and their their customers didn't go running for the exits. It's a news event. And so maybe it's an opportunity to buy. Um, and if you are looking to get in, like this is one of those spots where I would, you know, ease my way in and buy percentages at a time um, and then see what happens. Because if it starts filling that gap, you're going to feel pretty good about it. Definitely tricky for any of these kind of positions that you want to initiate, if you aren't already in them at a much lower cost basis, like really tough at these high market levels to, to, to get in. So if you're feeling timid, you're not alone, but it's just a time to take smaller sizes really is the way I look at it. Exactly. Exactly. And I think we have a question. Some, uh, somebody asked uh, what time frame you were using at GitLab. It's, it's a daily, daily candle. Daily That's candles. Nice. Good stuff. Love it, Kay. Thanks again for another couple of set of great charts. Where can we find you, sir? Well, you can find me on X. Uh, I do post uh, regularly on X. Uh, I have a YouTube channel as well. 
Um, feel free to subscribe to the channel. There will be a lot of AI stocks that I'll be doing covering in the coming weeks as well. This week, we do have a video coming up where we talk about 16 enterprise stocks that are very heavily into the AI sector. So definitely uh, check it out. And I do write on Substack um, often. So check that out as well. Stuff And Sean, uh, you had a nice comment there about what you're posting, uh, which I agree was is, is great stuff. So your shorts, super informative. People are enjoying them, find a lot of value. So great to see those comments there. And we do have a couple of charts to follow up on, right? We got a couple of requests. Yes, we can start with IWM. And then we have Shopify. We have, what else? Let's jump over to IWM. Yeah, those two other requests for today. All right, so IWM's up first. Um, I like this chart. You can see I've been, I have my own annotations here and really been watching for this 204.26 level to be very precise to the penny, um, but also really needed to get above just 200. This, this got, I've got noted 197.87 because of the 3.5, Sean. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, after this pullback, Sorry, man, I can't help myself. It's too soon. It's too soon. Uh, it's too soon. <laughs> so, yeah, getting above 200, right? This retest here and getting above after getting above, I really like to see. Now we're above, you know, 205 even. I think we're going to see more upside. Like I, I drew this bit of a retest. It doesn't follow the arrow precisely, but definitely doing what I was looking for. Um, so I think we're in a good spot here for IWM to break out. And if it gets moving, uh, that'd be positive for everybody across the board, I think. Um, again, like we've been saying though, pretty extended here. So um, nothing you want to dive in, you know, full portfolio or something like that. What would you guys add well, to IWM? Senator, but doesn't some of the money come from SpikeQQQ into something like IWM? So come from the large caps into the mid caps? There's been some rotation, yeah, some sector rotation. Yeah. XLI, the industrials is like an incredible chart. Maybe I'll pull that up here as well. Um, that. Yeah, it just well. Here, I'll do. I'll, I'll just pull that up. But yeah, so that's that's my thoughts on IWM. Excuse me. Okay, did you have anything else to add here before I do switch over to XLI? No, go for XLI. Then we have Shopify, and then another request for Palantir. Perfect. So small caps here, right? Um, doing their thing. But look at XLI. You talk about rotation. There's just zero pullback here, right? This is just marching higher. Really tight candles at an all-time high. These, this is the industrial sector. So while everybody's focused on you know tech and the Magnificent Seven, industrials are just using all that tech and and you know guiding higher and producing better earnings and everything about across the board has been positive. So that's my take on that. Shopify is another one we've been looking at. I think I heard that maybe yeah. we're short Shopify. Yeah, I think the comment was, uh, let me see, I am short shop. Can you bring up the chart? So not sure what level you're shorting. Um, at least for on my chart, what I'm looking at, Nate, is 7199 is a, is a very heavy volume shelf. Um, and then we are seeing a lot of support at 74. I would say 73.54, that's where I'm seeing a lot of support. The stock is currently down um, below its 50 and 20 day uh, SMA. And then the 50 SMA is treating it as a resistance level. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, we did have like a doji candle and then, then the stock closed out on a daily. 
uh, at the end. You could be playing a downset volume shelf, perhaps. It's a lot bigger. This guy down here at 64? Yeah. Are you talking about way up here, 7350, 7360? Yeah, that's where the maximum volume shelf is, if you think about it. So unless that breaks, um, I don't know. Yeah, that, that needs to really break. Anything to add here, Sean? I'll, I have a few comments, but I'll let you get in there first. No, no, it just that's all I want to say. That kind of volume shelf there, I think that might be the target that they're aiming for. Just from so, my yeah. point of view. So here's what I'm seeing. If you're short, it's not the worst trade at all. This is actually pretty good. Um, we had the high, and then it's pulled back, right? And then to, to our most recent low, the, we've got this FIB level at 84.69, and it rejected there as well. So we've got a lower high now. And we put in lower lows. So to me, this is setting up for additional move lower. And um, we got the big upper wick on Friday. And there's a 50-day and the 20-day above. So we move below both of those. If the 20 crosses back below the 50, that's a bearish signal as well. And um, we're testing this five-day kind of swirling around it. So I think if it breaks 74, to you, I think is what you guys are getting out there. Um, yeah, we could see more downside, but that's going to be the, the key level to look at Yeah, for Shopify. And uh, then then your favorite stock, Sean, Palantir. Oh, Palantir. And let me know if you guys want to take a, you know, pull up your charts and share your screen. I'll be happy to, but I will also stop. <laughs> then we have three more of us, XLE, MRNA, and Celsius, C-E-L-H. What do you think about Palantir, Sean? I think it's shaping up for another breakout, isn't it? Sure looks like it. Higher highs going into kind of the range is getting tighter up until that kind of 25 level. I think it's 25. Judging by the chart, I can't really see it. Um, but yeah, where you've got that kind 40. of gap, where you've got that kind of rectangle thing, um, obviously had a little bit of rejection on Friday, which, you know, again, a bit of resistance. But if you can get through that, retest it, make a move higher, then, yeah, by all means, it's a good trade. It never did that gap fill after it ran post earnings. It did not. And this here is your anchored volume weighted average price, anchor VWAP from earnings. And you can see it's bounced off of that, starting to move higher. Your 20 day moving average coming up. I actually detailed out uh, both long and short trades for Palantir here, given right where we're at in my newsletter this morning. So for upgraded subscribers, I have all the options, um, levels, and expiration dates that. Uh, I'm considering. So for what that's worth, you can check that out. Links in my bio. But um, yeah, I'm with you, Sean. This looks like it's trying to break out. Nicely above the five-day moving average. Good luck to the Palantir Bulls. Got hey. a couple dollars made this year in Palantir. <laughs> a few, yeah. I've made a few. Pounds, <laughs> <laughs> <Clowns>, actually. <laughs> so let's see. Which one should I do next? XLE? XLE. Let's do XLE since we talked about energy. I like the XLE chart, actually. Got above 86. I don't even have to wait for the chart. <clears throat> above 86.11. Now it's getting yeah. up to the next level, 87.69, and pull back a little from there. But that's the level I've been waiting for, right? Like, look how many times we've tested and just yeah. not been able to get above. This is very nice. I think it's a classic kind of breakout trade here. If we can come down and retest it, it'd be perfect. But, I mean, I, I don't see the reason why you, you couldn't start a position now. Probably not going full. Um, now, but yeah, it's, it's made that move. Let's see if it can continue. How about you? You bullish energy here, okay? 
I'm always bullish energy, you know me. <laughs> that's my man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's look at ExxonMobil because I know that's one. Um, yeah, there it is, right? It's the same chart. Obviously, it's heavily weighted there, and it's about bing, breaking out above 104 finally. So Loving it, man. My covered calls are printing cash on ExxonMobil. Good stuff. All right, let's get these uh, two more out here. We got Moderna and Celsius. So... Mm-hmm. Celsius, let's, let's save Celsius for last. Let's hit Moderna first. Oh, do, it's a downtrend. What a surprise. Do you guys have, do you guys like play healthcare? Like do you trade often healthcare? Um, not too often. I do not actually. I've been I do trade biotech, but that's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't I don't trade healthcare at all. I traded it once, I think, on a day trade because the setup, but then that was only because it was kind of passing on my X feed and uh cool. Twitter feed, whatever you want to call it. And then, yeah, I never added to my watch list. So I just forgot about it after that. Yeah, Moderna does look like it's in a weak spot here. I think I saw a short 78. So if you're referring to Moderna, um, it's got this trend line it's hitting up against, which is also the 50-day moving average. Um, it's a It got above its 20, so it's trying to do a little something here. Made a higher low recently, right, This from this spot here. Um, just a couple weeks ago, but it's bumping into this trend line and making high or lower highs. So it does look pretty weak. Um, and I don't know if I would be like, you know, gangbusters into a short, but this huge volume shelf is definitely nice resistance. So it's it looks like a pretty decent setup. Yeah, I agree. I think um, as well, the volume's not quite there, is it? So people may be looking at other assets, look at other opportunities. So. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those names that seems to be lost favor. So interesting mm. chart. I think that volume level right there, I mean, it's really at the $100 price level, right, which makes some sense, um, the, the psych level. But uh, it could it could move lower from here. If it breaks this trend line, though, I would get out of my shorts if anybody's short. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's see. What was the last one? Uh, anybody heard of Celsius Holdings before? <laughs> Look at that candle. <laughs> Woo! Um, yeah, what do you guys think? I, I'm not trading Celsius, man. No? No, no I never did. I, obviously, I've heard loads of people talk about it. They're drinking this stuff all over the time, all, you know, all the time, fanboys and that kind of thing, which is fair enough, you know. Get attached to a stock, I mean, I'm, I'm no stranger to that. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I, I think... I don't know what to say, really. It's, it's extended. It's, you know, I would wait for it to kind of settle out, come back down, or even make a move higher, and then kind of analyze it once it settles down, especially the volume side of things. But, yeah, congratulations to people who are in it. Yeah. 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 The, the guys that are in it are uh, extremely happy right now. It looks yeah. like everything's pointing up. I mean, I didn't catch earnings, so I could do a quick – I am going to look into that. Actually, I'm pretty pretty curious what was the big move up. But my guess is sure. guidance. Let bad. me let me give you the earnings. I have you got the synopsis. I have the synopsis. So, so two twenty nine. They reported earnings. They missed the EPS by three cents, and they missed the and they beat the revenue by fifteen point nine eight million. Uh, I believe, if I'm not wrong, um, this sales growth shines again. I think we we'll, we can probably dig further in into it, but I think the sales growth. There's a lot. The analysts are actually uh, pushing the stock higher as well. There's a lot of uh, good momentum behind Celsius. I, I'm not a big. Uh, um, I don't track Celsius that closely, so I really don't have enough information to share. 
But if you look at the candle, right, you would not want to get at these levels because if this becomes the top and we start trending downwards for long term, if you want to hold it, then this is not the place you would be getting in. You should have gotten in long time back or wait for a pullback. Now, this is not NVIDIA or SMCI semiconductor that it can keep just going up. It could. But remember, we also have market at its all-time high. So when the market pulls back, you know, these stocks will also pull back as well. True statement. So here's what I would say with Celsius. Huge potential for big upside, but also a considerable risk that comes with it, given the run it's been on and, and the fact that it has to continue to take market share and do the things that these drinks have to do. That being said, like you said, like you mentioned, tons of momentum, or Sean, I think you mentioned, there's a lot of, you know, voices out there supporting it and it's picking up momentum. Obviously the chart shows that as well. So um, from a purely technical standpoint, I would like to point out a couple of things. One, we just broke through this prior high massively on big volume on earnings. If it can hold well above like how NVIDIA has done on its big breaks on earnings, then you, know, you can expect continuation higher in my opinion. Um, now, if it pulls all the way back and just retakes and drops back below this level, that would be um, something to be a little bit cautious about, uh, certainly. But either way, it's a pretty difficult trade at this point, right? You got to wait a little bit um, if you're looking to get in. If you've already been in, again, congratulations. This one's uh, been quite the winner. Um, and But the other thing I wanted to point out was this volume shelf here back at $50, right? Um, definitely a psych level. A lot of consolidation from October all the way through December of last year, through the end of the year, right? And then it started to try to make a move higher in the first half of January and pulled all the way back to that same level. Mm. This bounce right here, that is about the sweetest entry point that you can find, other than waiting for it to get back above these highs and taking an entry here because we've now made new highs, right, gotten above. I like that as well. I even retested a little bit. This is your lowest risk entry at this point. You've had a retest. You've had a break above the higher highs. I really like this spot. Or you could get on this retest knowing that you have a really tight stop, maybe at like 47, 46, something like that. Just even higher, maybe 48, right? Because you know it's bounced. If it breaks below that, odds are good it's going to you know, either just mess around and stay flat or perhaps give it a break. So. That's my thoughts there on uh, the Celsius chart. Just kind of a little back testing. Hopefully that's helpful. Yeah, I just want to add one uh, point here. So, you know, when charts like these or companies like these, you also have to look at what product they are producing, right? So this is ultimately, it's a commodity, right? It's a, it's a consumer discretionary product, I would say. Mm -hmm. Tech generally goes with a much higher valuation, right? Generally for a SaaS company, you have whatever the ARR is, there's a 20 times the valuation. For, for big techs, you pay higher, you know, PE ratio. End of the day, it's a drink. It's not solving world problem. So, <laughs> so you have to think from that perspective. Now, if you are in a trade and you got in early and you're making profit, great. But if you are going to enter here for a trade, uh, I don't know if that's a, a great point or not. Uh, for long-term investing, absolutely. I mean, the valuations are out of the world right now at this point in time. Um, yes, they can grow, but end of the day, it's a drink. And, um, you know, it really depends. And when you go into new markets, they have to do market research and see if the drink is liked by not. I give an example, a couple of them, like Beyond Meat had a similar run, 
right? You had Oatly had a similar run. And these are products, like people like to, I can like Celsius or you cannot like Celsius, right? It's, it's a debatable topic, right? Some people like Pepsi, some people like Coke. It's not like your big tech. That's just my brand for um, being very careful, especially when you have these big candles. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because, you know, Warren Buffett's gotten pretty rich off of Coca-Cola. So uh, there's some money to be made in consumer discretionary stocks for sure. But uh, in drinks, I should say, (laughs) for sure. But I agree with your points, Kay. I mean, there's there's some risk here and it's not like you're um, having some massive breakthrough um, in technology or something that's going to, you know, move move economies even like we're seeing with some of these big names in tech. But uh, yeah, interesting ones. Celsius never never shortage of opinions. So I'm glad someone brought that up. I was gonna wrap it there, but you know me, man. I cannot bypass a request for Marathon Digital. Let's look at that chart real quick, and then if you guys are good with it, we will wrap from there. What so, a mess! What's that? So what a mess that chart is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, let's see. What do my annotations show here? Up 133% in a little over a month, about a month and a week, five five weeks. Um, from bottom to top, it's pulled back. Um, I like that it held up here at 2350, and I don't like that it then pulled back again. <laughs> so it's... Considering Bitcoin is running higher, right? I mean, yes. just Bitcoin and Mara used to run, you know, very similar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so th- it, that is a little concerning. This bounce, nice, nice lower wick. What do you think about this, Sean? I mean, it could be a higher low, right? I think it is, yeah, definitely. It's a nice wick as well. So you've got that kind of bottoming tail is what I call it, um, showing that the buyers really decided to come in. They just had earnings, didn't they, on Wednesday, didn't they? Yeah, they did. And yeah, so that's off. probably what's caused the, the sell-off, yeah. Um, but I think if, if Bitcoin keeps going, it's not going to stop Mara keep going, is it? No, I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> More upside uh, on the way. I remember us talking back in, um, I think it must have been January or something like that, that kind of $15 level went on one of these on one of these calls. Um, and you were thinking, yeah, no, this is a good level to kind of as, to hold a support. And look at it since, 133%. I didn't realize it was that much, but... I missed that one. <laughs> no, yeah. last one year is three hundred and fourteen percent return on this stuff. Right. Yeah, the 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 returns here has just been pretty insane. And given that Bitcoin's taken off even higher, I feel like the trade is to upside. Um, even though it's not fully capturing and in, in staying in total lockstep, I feel like the there's no way that a higher price in Bitcoin can't help this stock move. That being said, I did look up um, not too like just two days ago. I was looking up the uh, the price to earnings, you know, the PE ratio for Mara. Now look, this is not something I live and die by at all. Like I, I don't even look at PE ratios too much, but I was curious. Um, oh wait, it wasn't Mara that I was thinking of because this is not too bad. The trading twelve month uh, PE is twenty five fifty one. Yeah, you know, I must have been thinking about something else. Never mind. Um, that's not too bad, actually. Twenty five fifty one. Forward is a twenty. Uh, the forward they have not given here. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, but the I trade twenty five fifty one. Yes. Not to confuse matters, but man, I was looking at something that had one hundred and fifty something uh, PE the other day. <laughs> I remember what that was. Okay. Anyways, back to Mara. So the 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 chart itself here. If you're looking to go long, it is holding up above this bit of volume here. 
Um, it looks like it's trying to get back above 2671. Um, as long as it's holding 2350 and bouncing, I kind of like buying between 2350 and, and call it 25 um, for more upside. So that's just kind of a quick and dirty on, on Mara here, in my opinion. I think KU probably thinking about selling uh, cash secured puts. Yeah, so I have a couple contracts expiring on the 15th. I might be looking at adding some more contracts for maybe 5th April. Premiums are pretty juicy for that around the 23, 20, 23, 23.5 level uh, because that's right around the 26, 28 delta. And I mean, for a 23.5 strike price, you're getting $2.20 premium. That's massive. Yeah, huge premiums to collect. So. You, you you sell ten contracts, you're done for the you know for the week for the month or whatever. <laughs> so nice, very good. All right, guys, I think that will be the last chart today. If you guys if you missed it earlier on, we did cover spy and QQQ. Be sure to go check out the recordings, and um, yeah, I also dropped the audio on my Substack, so I'll get that out there as well. Let me go ahead and stop sharing really quick. We'll get to some final thoughts. All right, guys. Another fun week. Um, lots to go through. A lot of great tickers. Uh, I'm excited for the coming week because we're kicking off a new month. I thought the end of February might have given us a little bit of pullback. So anything kind of goes now, in my opinion. Um, but we are at all-time highs. And to me, that's bullish. So I'm going to remain bullish until I'm told otherwise by the charts. Uh, what do you think, Sean? I'm just waiting for Neo earnings on Tuesday. So, uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's. I can't really say much else. But yeah, but with the market the way it is, obviously, I'm happy to keep riding my positions, and keep, you know, keep my mind on taking profits where appropriate, and obviously raising my stop losses where appropriate too. So, just had that kind of risk management in mind, and obviously take take some profits as well. You know, uh, don't be greedy. You know. Agreed. Agreed. What about UK? I think you guys have covered the same sentiments. Like looking at the, the trades are there, uh, planning for the other trades, talked about GitLab that we'll be take, have, have taken a position in uh, for this upcoming earnings, looking at Mara as well. Um, so yeah, just sticking with the plan, you know, and unless the trend changes, you know, we'll continue to be bullish. Yeah, good stuff, guys. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the Trading Triangle on YouTube. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Appreciate tuning in on the live stream on X as well. We'll be back next Sunday doing the same. But again, throughout the week, be sure to tune in to the YouTube channels that both Sean and Kay run, as well as the Trading Triangle here. We'll be dropping more posts and uh, good stuff all week. Hopefully you guys have profitable trades ahead, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Kay. Appreciate you guys. Take care.